Welcome to the IT Career Guy Coaching Show. Helping you launch your new technology career, guiding you as a new leader, or becoming your own boss. Inspiring you to succeed. Welcome, everybody, to another Getting Hired in IT with the IT Career Guy, Episode 5, A Day in the Life of an IT Tech. Now, before I get started on the show, just like normal, I want to let you know what I do and how you can get a hold of me in case you need some one-on-one help. You know, I help IT job seekers of all ages who are struggling to gain the skills and experience necessary to get a technology job. I help them gain clarity and start a career in IT, blowing away the competition and achieving your full potential. The show airs every Monday, so give me a review on iTunes or Stitcher. I really appreciate it. If you feel that you need help with anything I'm covering, reach out to me through my website at itcareerguy.com contact or email me directly at Daryl, D-A-R-R-E-L-L, at itcareerguy.com. Tell me what you're struggling with, and I'll answer you. If you need personal guidance, I provide one-on-one help. Like I said earlier, schedule a session with me directly. We will work together to get to the bottom of all your career-seeking challenges. Check out my website, itcareerguy.com. Let's get started with the show. So this show is different. I'm still on the track of helping you understand who you are and why that's important as you're searching for a career in IT. However, one of my listeners asked me the other day, what is it like to be in IT? Why should I want to get in IT? So this individual has the aptitudes, understands his values. He's been working on on the things I've been talking about, but he's got this interest. Maybe I do want to get into IT. Maybe I don't. I really don't know what it's like to be in IT. I like to mess around with computers, but what's it like to have an IT job? See, this individual is smart enough to know just because you like to do something at home and tinker around with some technology doesn't mean that's what you're going to get to do when you're at the job or that that's what it's like when you're actually at the job working. He understood that there are a lot of other things that go into a job. Well, I'm completely talking off cuff here with no show notes. I normally have a bajillion show notes to try to keep me on track. I'm real bad about getting off track, folks. I'm going to do my best to stay aligned here and do my best to explain to you or describe to you what it's like working in IT. Now, I'm a senior leader in IT. It's been it's been a while since I've been just in an engineer. However, I do remember very clearly what it was like for me getting started from the very beginning. And of course, I my guys, my team, I watched them closely. I I watch them every day. I speak to them. I, you know, I, I understand where they're coming from. I listen to them. I hear what they're doing. I understand all the struggles and all the, the things that go into working in IT. So here we go. I'm going to do my best here. I do not want to dissuade anyone about going into IT. I want to say it right away. Okay, I don't want to discourage anyone who's looking at going into IT because I'm telling you, it's a very, very rewarding career. But it's not easy. So I'm going to put my technician hat on because this is my main audience are people who are wanting to get started in IT. That's why it's called getting hired in IT. And you normally get started as a technician at a fairly low level. What's it like for you when you first start that job? So let's say you know, you know they loved you in the interview. They pat you on the back and they say, can't wait to hire you. Can't wait till you start. You go home, right? And you pat yourself on the back. You tell everybody, hey, I got that job. You you. You celebrate that moment, and it's a great moment. Now, 
Monday morning comes around. It's time to start that job. You get up early in the morning. You put on your best business casual outfit with your with your leather shoes, etc. Grab your laptop bag, even though it's empty right now, and you go in to work with your notepad and pencil. Just to help wrap some context around this, let's say you got hired on to be a desktop technician. All right, so you walk up to the doors. You buzz in. The lady at the counter says, may I help you? You say, yes, I'm such and such, and I am here for my first day on the job with the IT department. I'm the brand new desktop technician. She says, great, great, great to see you. Let me have you sign in here. You sign in. She lets you in the door, and she says, please sit down while I call your, your manager out. So the first day, it feels much like your interview, only you know you have the job, but now you have all these feelings of anxiousness, of wondering what comes next. You know, what are they going to do to me? You know, What are they going to throw me in? What fire are they going to throw me into? You know, et cetera, et cetera. All these thoughts are going through your mind. You're nervous. You're excited. It's just a great time. Enjoy that moment, okay? Hold on to that moment and hold on to that feeling. So you get met with the HR person. It's not your boss. That's the person who hired you. This person is someone who's going to process you into the work. Most people who've had a job have been through this process. So they take you for half the day. They teach you about the company. They give you make sure you have your credentials. Uh, you can get signed into the network. They make sure they go through the pages and pages and pages of policies and make you sign the dotted line. You got all your forms filled out, etc. Okay, now we're going to turn you over to your manager. And your manager meets you there and welcomes you on into the family. <clears throat> Maybe there's a department meeting of some sort and introduces you to everybody. Me, I like to keep it small and simple. Hey, here's your immediate team. Al, Sherry, Frank, this is Joe. You get to need, know each other. This is the new technician that was I was talking to you about. Let's show him the ropes. Let's get to know him. Give him his laptop. Get him signed in. Make sure everything works for him. Show him some of the, the things that he has to know in order to do his job how to get signed into the, the ticketing system, how to do his time, get all the preliminaries over with. Now, I'm going to show you around to everybody else. So I I drag this new recruit from office to office to office and from cubicle to cubicle to cubicle. And Joe's never even seen his workspace yet, his where he's going to be working at. He's just huddled up with different people throughout this whole day. So the whole day's gone by. You're carrying around your empty laptop bag and you're wondering, okay, now what? You met everybody. Everybody congratulated you, makes you feel real good about yourself. But you haven't done a bit of lick of work. That's okay. That's day one. Day one is a big family reunion, if you will, of of, a bun- of the part of the family you've never met before. Okay, so it's a big get together with your family. That's a big thing about IT. IT is a pretty tight knit group of people. We really do. And I've been to seven different major organizations, as small as ten people in in the offices to as large as you know uh, ten thousand to a hundred thousand people uh, company with IT organizations from that range from two all the way up to three hundred. But we are a tight knit family. You get that feeling from day one. Now day two rolls around. It's time to get to work. You show up. You have your badge. You don't have to sign in. You're still carrying around your empty laptop bag. You go to your boss. Your boss says, "Okay, great. Here's your place. We got you." Sit down right here. Here's your laptop. You know how to get signed in. Let me know if you have any problems. Now you're kind of on your own. You feel like you're on your own. You're sitting in your cubicle. Now you can look over your cubicle and you can see all your coworkers. Some of your coworkers are going to have some really strange things on the walls, right? I say strange, but maybe you don't think it's strange. Maybe you're going to feel just right at home. Maybe you feel like, hey, this is what my bedroom looks like. It's kind of cool. It's another side of IT is we like to have fun. Most IT folks 
have got a quirky sense of decoration. And of course, some people may like flowers and some people may like you know wildlife pictures and things like that. Well, most IT folks that I've known decorate their cubicle walls and things with Star Wars, obscure episodes of shows that, you know, like Doctor Who or things like that, that most people have never seen before. You know, IT is, is kind of like this, like this little clique, this club, where they have their own flavor of of style and, and movies and shows and interests and hobbies and all these things. So it's, it's kind of cool, right? It's, it's just kind of cool to be around a lot of people who share your same interests. And of course, there's a lot of goofing around. People like to elbow each other, give each other a hard time. So day two, you're getting logged in. They're showing you where the ticketing system is, how to operate the ticketing system, because it's probably going to be tailored to the organization. They're going to be the escalation process is going to be a little bit different than maybe what you understood escalation processes should be like. Every company is a little bit different, so they go through all the processes and procedures with you. It's going to be very overwhelming. It's like drinking from a fire hose. As they say, you're taking a lot of information. On that second day, and you're wondering, oh, geez, what the heck did I get myself into? I thought I was going to come in here, play on computers, or you know, get to tinker with with desktops. Now I'm here having to learn all these processes and procedures and all these protocols of how to do things and these applications that you've never seen before of logging a ticket and maintaining that ticket status, calling uh, the customers up and telling them what the status is, or emailing people, uh, keeping in touch with on a problem, or even picking up a phone and getting yelled at by somebody this is your second day you don't know what the heck's going on you just happen to pick up the phone call that might have been your first mistake on your second day and that customer on the other end is a little unhappy right you deal with unhappy customers all the time that's just a taste of it that second day is a bit overwhelming now this time you're going home with your laptop bag but there's something in it you you actually got a laptop in it you've got tons of notes crammed in there and you're heading out there for that door thinking wow what did I get myself into? That's natural. Probably that way with a lot of other jobs as well. But with IT, I still believe it's a bit different with a lot more steps and tasks and processes than most jobs or most careers have to deal with. So you go home that night, you're dead tired, but you're still a little excited. You're thinking, hey, this was kind of cool. You know, everybody's cool. They got their cool workplaces set up. I'm going to set up my workplace now and I'm going to get to have a little fun with this. Day three, you show up, you get busy, you sign in, you get to joke around with your buddies now. They're starting to get to know you. You get to know them. Everything's working pretty good. You're starting to gel. Now you got to answer the phone. The people on on the phone saying, hey, I need you to help me with this. I need you to help, help me with that. You may not have any idea what they're talking about. That company has its own language, right? You're learning, okay, what the heck kind of system is that? Well, that's our financial system. Well, what what are they talking about now? This person's talking about this system. Well, oh yeah, that's our our human resources system. Or yeah, that's that server down there that's been uh, trudging along for about 10 years and no one's done anything about it. So yeah, every now and then you have to go down there and kick it. Everything's different. You have to start learning all these nuances and everything about that organization and how that IT department has been run over the years. I can keep going on and on and on about IT infrastructure and why you got a lot of quirkiness going on, but that's not the part of this. This is part is the experience of the new person in IT is what I'm trying to get at. All right, day three, you're still drinking from a fire hose. That goes on and on, okay? It goes on for a couple of weeks of drinking from that fire hose. But after that two weeks is up, okay, you have a good feel for what that job entails. You're starting to get used to the ticketing system and all the little fields you have to fill out and all the things you have to keep track of and update this or update that, change control this, problem that. 
you're starting to understand a few, you know, know a few of the customers that call that are calling you every day or every other day. You're starting to understand some of the systems or know what the names are and what they do, and you're getting into a groove a little bit. Then over time, you really start getting into the groove. You really start becoming the the go-to person after you learn all of these different systems. A lot about my show is to teach people how to master their environment. And that's kind of where I'm getting to right now in this part of your career. When you your first few weeks month or two months of starting a job, I'm going to press you to master your environment. I'm not going to get there just yet, but you're learning a lot of stuff. You're taking it in. You're putting in a lot of extra hours, even though you may not be getting paid for those hours. You want to know and understand everything about your job. You're soaking it in. You're starting to become the master of your environment, the person, the go-to person everybody goes to for help. Hey, man, Joe is the guy. He is the one that fixes all my problems. That new guy over there, He's got so much energy. He works so well with the customer. He knows how to communicate. That guy is it. There for a while, you have all this energy. You're putting it into the job, and you become a hero to a lot of people. You're not jaded, right? You you come in with a fresh perspective of things. You're grateful for the position, for the job that you finally landed. You work so hard to earn that you're putting it all in there. It's a great part of the time. It's what we call the honeymoon. Now, the trick is for a long-lasting, enjoyable career is to keep that honeymoon going, just like any other relationship. But it gets difficult because in IT, there are so many things that just kind of seem to pull you down. So many things that are laid on top of your shoulders that they just kind of weigh you down and suck the energy and life out of you. I know I'm not really helping you out right now with a decision to go into the IT career, but trust me, it's worth it. But what I'm just trying to illustrate for you is that there's overhead with the job. IT, where it's really different, not 100%. There's other departments within the company like finance. They have their own controls and regulations and administrative overhead. I say overhead, I'm meaning administrative duties that don't necessarily what you may feel like contributes to the bottom line of what you're trying to get done, reaching your goals, your company's goals, your organization, your departmental goals. But trust me, it's it's reality. Compliance is there. You have to deal with it. It's administrative overhead is what I'm really talking about. That's the tough part of the job in my opinion. That is dotting your I's, crossing your T's, making sure you're ready to pass that audit that's soon to come. And there's a lot of administrative overhead that goes along with it. So you're wondering, why do I have to fill out these forms all the time for? Why do I have to, you know, fill out the ticket, this ticket, then this change, and this problem, and then this, and it goes on and on and on. It seems redundant to you, or it seems like you're not getting the the customer's problem fixed before you have to do all this other work. It's part of the job. I would say 20% of the job is overhead. You're just going to have to get used to that. That exists in almost any industry or any career field where you're dealing with a big organization. Those organizations are bound by law and they're bound by standards and regulations. And in IT, there's information security involved. That's a huge industry. It's a great industry to be in. But if you're not in the security industry, you're wondering, okay, why do I have to sign in here, badge in there, do my fingerprint there? Why, you know, why, why do I have to do this multi-factor authentication thing? Why can I not just copy something to my USB drive and move it over here? You know, this is making my life so difficult. Well, guess what? As an IT individual, you are looked at as also a, a torch bearer for information security. So you must be very diligent on how you do things. And there's a lot of extra steps you have to take in order to remain secure or comply. I keep saying compliance, right? Comply with the regulations, the audits, the ISO standards. That's ISO. You'll know what I'm talking about sooner or later. 
or COBIT or all these other different standards bodies who put things together and say, here's how you should do it. Adopt these things and you'll be great. You know, and what most of it is, and they're good, they're good things, you know, ITIL, which ITIL, ITIL, however you want to say it. Those are good frameworks. And most companies kind of go overboard with them or they go underboard with them. However, it's going to be different. That's why it's different at every um, organization. They adopt pieces of every, all these different frameworks on how to run IT. And so that means you're going to have to understand what, how that organization does things and comply to what they do. It's just part of the job. As long as you can accept that, you're going to do great. So now a year's gone by. The honeymoon's over. Your laptop bag is not only has your laptop in it, it's got your iPad, your iPhone, your Android phone, because you got to have both because you have to be able to troubleshoot both OSs and stuff plumb full of paperwork and diagrams and things like that that help you do your job. Oh, and by the way, you're on call. So now that's that part where you're on call every other week or maybe every three or four weeks, depending on how many people are on your team, and you can be called at any given time. You're thinking, wow, I already worked 10 days or 10 hours a day for the last five days, but now I'm getting called on Saturdays and Sundays too to fix problems. Yep, that's part of it. That's why an IT career, or I'm sorry, an IT job will pay more than most other jobs. It's demanding of your time and of your effort. And there's a balance to this on how much you want to give to it. Okay, because whatever you give to it's what it gives back. However, by giving everything to your job, it's just like anything else. You are not giving what's left to the other parts of your life. So there's a balance there. I'm not going to get into that in this episode. I'm just trying to paint a picture for you. Again, I'm trying to stay focused on what I'm doing here is painting a picture in IT. I've been doing this for 25 years. I'm kind of going down the dark side right now for the last 10 or so minutes. Because I don't want you to have any illusions of what it's like to be in IT. You don't. It's not where you get to go in there, plug in your computer, and get to hack around and change configurations just at willy-nilly on however you think you should. You need to be able to do it. We do have you know, a range of latitude that lets you do your job effectively, but there's things you can't do. You know, it's not a playground. It's a business. Now I'm getting into the next section here. One thing you must understand about IT you are working for a business, most likely, or an organization that's providing a service. Whatever the mission is of the organization that you're working for must come first. You love your technology. You love to code. You love to do a lot of things. But you must keep in mind the organization you're working for has hired you to do the job that enables the business to move forward and reach its goals. So as an IT professional, this is actually the first time I've said it in this whole podcast, an IT professional, and yes, you are a professional when you're in IT. I don't care what level you're at. Day one as a service desk guy or gal or as a senior programmer. Okay, you you are a professional working for an organization that has its own goals that you need to be working for. That is why they hired you. Not only must you understand the technologies and how they go together, how they work together, how to make everything work in a stable manner and you know securely, etc., but you also must understand the business side of things. Well, why can't we just buy that software that allows us to do this, there, or that? Well, because that software costs a whole lot of money over time, and it hurts the bottom line. And guess what? The bottom line is what it's all about. You really must be thinking about the business first. As an IT professional, always think business first. Remember, when that customer calls in and they're angry that they can't do their job because of some bug or something in software. It's not your fault, but they're angry. They're venting at you. They're yelling at you, whatever it is. They're putting a lot of pressure on you, stress on you. And you're like, oh gosh, do I have to listen to this? Well, maybe, maybe not. But remember, they're trying to get something done for the business that pays your paycheck. And it's your job to help them do their job. 
business first. That is something that all technologists must understand as they go into this career field. It's not all about technology. And trust me, I've met most people I've met in technology believe it's all about the technology or they want it to be about the technology. Very few go into it with a business mind. So you must understand what the business is all about and must understand your role in that business. Okay, You are there to help the business to move forward. And in today's day and age, or what do you want to call it, technology is the enabler for business. So after that year, you're in it, you're on call, you, you understand all the systems you're working on or work, working with. You know, you have a, a vague idea of the network. You kind of become a master of your environment. You understand what your business is trying to achieve. You, you're learning all the personalities within the company. You're making a name for yourself. People love you because you help them. Some people hate you because technology's in their way. That's okay. They're the minority. Don't worry about it. Most people are going to love you, embrace you, and want you to help them. And it's going to become stressful for you because everybody wants your help. It's this hero syndrome that kicks in over time as you get really good at what you're doing and you're being promoted because you're really good at what you're doing. You're listening to the IT career guy. He's telling you how to climb that ladder. In, in that IT career, how to grow your income, how to become a master in your environment. I know, shameless plug, but I had to do it. I'm talking about that because that's basically my career, okay? You become the master in your environment, you serve the business, you serve the people, and your career will flourish. You'll have that sense of satisfaction after every day that you did something that day to help somebody, despite all the overhead and despite all the the little things you have to do within the ticketing system and all the little steps and tasks you have to do for change control oh i can't do that right now it's got to wait till next friday because that's when everybody reviews the changes and we have to schedule the downtime for when no one's doing anything on the network you know it's those kinds of things that kind of you're really starting to get down and into the into the cadence with and you're starting to understand why it all exists and you're really becoming a master in your environment, and you're starting to grow. Now it's time for you to keep growing and learning more. Everything changes, right? Technology changes all the time. You must be constantly learning. So now I'm going, moving you into back into your self-development. So what it was at the very beginning, you're starting off in this career as this newbie coming in, getting to know everybody. It's a great honeymoon. You're, you're drinking from the fire hose about the organization and how the department does things to becoming a master in your environment, helping people, understanding the business, helping people move forward, helping the business move forward, business first. You're on call. You're When you are on call, you're getting about four hours of sleep every night, it seems like. But now it's time for you to start growing in your career. You've got to be learning. If you're not learning, you're dying. Even in your first couple of years of working in IT, you're, those things you knew when you came in the door or that you've learned on that first year have already been outdated and you're having to learn more and more new things. Technology's changed. Always be on the lookout for new technologies what can change the way you're doing work, the way the business does things. That can make things better, save the company money. That's very important. Or save people time for the business to do things faster or the department to do things faster. You're learning new technologies. You're learning new systems. You're learning new ways of doing things. You're constantly learning, constantly learning. It's never ending. That part never ends. 
That's, again, why I talk about in my understanding yourself, are you a learner? You know, in your in your personality, and your aptitudes, do you love to read? Do you love to learn new things? Because that's what IT is all about, okay? You must, must always learn new things. Wait a minute. Now we have to communicate, too. You must be a great communicator. Why great? Well, because you must be able to take a complex thing, concept like a computer, and communicate it to the business, especially on the front line. The better communicator you are at breaking down complex concepts to people who have no clue on how a document gets from their laptop to their printer, you have to make it simple for them so you can ease their, their anxieties. You now, you, now you're becoming kind of a a shrink, if you will, or a counselor for people in the business who hate technology or, or have anxiety about technology. Yes, that exists today. There's a lot of people out there who are scared to death of the technology. They're afraid if they hit that certain button, they're going to wipe out all that work they just got through doing. So you must also be a great communicator, work with people very well. Now, as you've been mastering your environment, you learned everything about the business. You are you're, You understand the goals of the business and where your place is there and how you can help people. You must get better at communicating. This is the part that I struggle with the most because I am so deep in the weeds sometimes in the technology. Now I have to go talk to executives about that technology and how it helps the business. They don't want to know how the packets fly around. They want to know how it helps the business get to get their things done. That means I have to know what they're doing in the business. So it all ties together, okay? So that's, that is what it's like to be in IT. I hope I've done an okay job here. I know I've been all over the place. Let me see if I can sum it up. IT starts off with it all being about your skills and your personality, that you can get along with people and still fix computers, and you understand enough about the, the technology. You get in there, you have to learn all about the organization and how they do things. Every organization is different. You have to learn their flavor of it. The faster you can learn how, the, how each organization does things when you go into a new job, the better you're going to be at it, the more you will excel, the more likely you'll get get to move up or laterally into different positions. Now, you're drinking from the fire hose for the first year. You get put on call. You're starting to understand what it's like to work 12 hours a day. Maybe not every week, but there's a lot of them, okay? And you, you understand that, oops, yeah, you know what? I've got to make some sacrifices on the weekends because my job needs me. It's part of the job. It's what you agree to do when you read that job description and said, on-call required, weekend work required, travel required. Okay, you, those things are required of the job and you must do them. Again, it's all depends on you. It's what the company's paying you for. Okay, and they pay you well for it. That's why IT is so attractive to so many people. You get paid very well and become indispensable over time. After you, after you kind of got your IT legs under you at this new, new organization and you, you've learned all the systems and how to work the ticketing system and how to work all the processes and procedures, you now have to understand that business and what makes it operate. So now you have to kind of put a business hat on. Now, I'm not saying you need to be able to dissect a financial statement or anything. I'm just saying you need to understand what your business does, what that organization does, what each department does. And what they do for the customer, the end customer, whoever that may be. Because you understand that big picture, you're going to understand how your role fits into it and how you can contribute to making that a better organization and succeed 
And then you have to be that great communicator. You've got to be able to take complex problems, break them down into very simple explanations for people. You've got to ease people's anxieties. You've got to calm people down when the technology gets in their way. You've got to be able to explain to them why they have to do certain things for security, why they don't want to click on that phishing email, what happens if they do so they understand the ramifications. You've got to do this in a way that's accepting and people adopt what you're trying to tell them. It's a mix of all these different things, constant learner, great communicator, you know, great technician and willingness to do that extra stuff, the compliance stuff and the on-call stuff in order to reach the goals of the organization and your own personal goals. Hopefully I've done an okay job. Um, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot, a lot of great stuff, you know, um, let's get to the lighter side, the personal side. You know, I started off saying how it's like you can decorate your cubicle, or your office, most most likely when you're getting started, it's going to be a cubicle in a workspace area where you can see your co-workers and you're going to have little things, toys and stuff all over your cubicle that, that tell everybody who you are, what your personality is, how quicker you may be or how normal you may be. Normal, that's a relative term. And there's a lot of joking going on. There's a lot of you know camaraderie in IT department. You know, again, like I said in the very beginning, we're a family. Being part of an IT department, it's very hard work. You're spending late nights with people doing things that are that are new. And you're, you're reaching all these milestones, completing all these projects, implementing all these great new things together, spending lots and lots of time with, with each other. You can't help it. You become a family with those people. And just like any other family, there's dysfunction, especially in IT. So you're going to be able to identify with that fairly quickly. Everybody around you talks about this game or that or that technology, it's you understand there's there's a diverse personality group within IT. It is such a great team to be a part of. It broadens your own self, your own horizons, your own mindset. It just being in IT. You I you know, that's one of the reasons why I love IT. That's one of the main reasons why I love IT. So if you are wondering what it's like, be in an IT career, just rewind it and listen to this again. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too long. And this is my longest podcast so far. By far, I'm going to do very little editing because this is completely off the cuff and try my best to get across to you what it's like to be in an IT career. So next week, I'm actually going to get back on track and talking about understanding yourself, what motivates you, what gets you excited. I'm going to break down all the major career areas within the IT career field and we're going to do some aptitude personality matching to those to those um, paths those job paths I'm sure you will uh, enjoy that very much it'll help you make a decision if you've been kind of like on the if you're teetering between you know do I do I do networking do I do information security or do I do programming what do I do well I'm next week's episodes are really going to help you make that decision um, again, I am working on on a course that's going to tie all this stuff together, put it all in one neat package for you. It's not ready yet. If you're interested, let me know. Uh, go to my website at itcareerguy.com. Shoot me a note. Check out what I got there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. You know, give it a great rating on iTunes or wherever it is that you may be listening to this on. I really appreciate it. It helps me get visibility and it helps other people to bring them to the show where I'm trying to help as many people as I can to get hired in IT. So until next time, live life with a purpose.